Brian Oak Show, episode 376. Now, don't take that song all the way down. It's Uriah Heep's legendary jammer, Easy Living. And I'll never forget, probably about 10 years ago, I think she was 15, my daughter, I went to pick her up from work. She started working at a hair salon part-time as a receptionist when she was 15. Probably illegal, but those people were cool as hell, so who cares? And... I went to pick her up, and she got into the car, and of course, at 15, you literally live on your phone. Oh, right? yeah. You're attached to it. You're just looking right at it your entire this life. This came on, and I, you know, I was just waiting for her to wrap up her thing, and we were going to drive home. And all of a sudden, she set her phone down, and she started to listen to this song. Oh, go ahead. Let me, let yeah, me... less talk, more rock. Uh, unbelievable. set her phone down and she was sort of staring into space and I could tell she was listening to the song and she looked over at me. Again, 15-year-old girl oh, who yeah. doesn't give a rip about anything other than her phone. She's like, can we turn this up? And I'm like, absolutely we can turn this up. Did you up. cry a little bit? Because I would have had a little tear. I'm crying right now, yeah. dude. It was, it was an epiphany. I mean, she's always had great taste in music, also really terrible taste in music because that's the job of the next generation is to find things that make you feel like Archie Bunker, and they seem to be doing it with alarming frequency. My name is Brian Oak. It's the Brian Oak Show podcast here in the Smart Start MN Studios. South Minneapolis, right here on Chicago Avenue, a gorgeous day, an almost too gorgeous day for March 1st. It's going to be 60 today. 70 tomorrow. Did you see that? Uh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Yeah. Meteorological winter is over. What? Yeah. That ends ends February 28th or 29th if it's a leap year. So I don't, I just don't, I mean, we may get some more snow, but it's not going to be much and it's going to go away. It's a bizarre bizarro world we live in right now it's over that's sean bernard by the way i am brian oak and we are in the smart start mn studio smart start minnesota's original ignition interlock company they are the ones who got together with the state and said look people need a way to get back into their vehicles after they made a really stupid stupid choice and drove drunk and got busted and lost their license with the help of smart start mn you're back in your vehicle faster and for much less money than just about anything else than the entire process is going to cost You're driving down the road, you've had a few too many, you shouldn't be driving, but you're singing Uriah Heep at the top of your lungs, you're enjoying yourself. Oh man, that are like golden earrings, radar love. Oh, you're just like, just going for it. You're just belting it out a little bit off key. Just hammering on the pedal and just, you're like, why would I stop? You're so into it, but you forgot to turn your lights on, so they pull you over and you get a DUI. You idiot. Go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show, that'll get you 20% off the installation. Of the ignition interlock. That's how these things happen, by the way. I think we need to clip that one out and just save that as a repeater <laughs> because that's maybe one of my favorite ones we've done in the more than four years of doing this podcast. Also, OA Design Build Architecture. They are a great local design build firm that can help you with a room, with an area, with a whole home if necessary. In fact, you and I most recently were watching them do an entire castle. 
Yeah, and the video is ready to go. So we did a video. It's about 10 minutes long. So give yourself a little time while you're sitting there at your office desk listening to this. Well, you have uh, to have a little love, I think, of archaeological history and what the future may hold. And the fact that this thing didn't get torn down and turned into another shitty condo and that somebody's putting real money into getting this thing back, its I think it's incredible. Yeah, it's not one of those condos with the uh, orange and brown uh, panels. Called you know. Le Fleuve yeah, or something. Exactly. Le Fleuve on 42nd. <laughs> Yeah. Just all and look, and it, guess it, what, it, kids? It's only $2,600 a month to rent a studio in it, this it, new It looks condo. like it was made by Ikea. I hate what's happening to yeah, architecture in this city right now. So you and I geeked out when we when we saw yeah, this. We did. It's pretty obvious in the video, at least for me, that I looked very geekish. Um, I, <coughs> I was I was fascinated by it. I thought it was absolutely incredible. Go check out the web uh, the website at oadesignbuild.com. Right. Go check out the website. Um but you're going to find the video on our website. So just go to brianoshow.com. Last night, while you were sleeping, I was loading the video. I know you were. Just not. more hard work for this podcast. Well, let's night. be honest. I mean, Sean puts in the hours, all right? I mean, I'm willing to admit that <laughs> turned, right now. I thought it turned out it's pretty fun, and it's very interesting. And I don't think you have to be an architect to enjoy it. Just enjoy a little bit of history and a little bit of Minneapolis history. Very cool uh, concept. Thanks to uh, Bill uh, for helping us produce the video and put it all together. So oadesignbuild.com, but check out the video on our website at brianoakshow.com. That's my first order of business when we leave here, because I got to be honest, I overslept a little this morning, yeah. and uh, which is why I'm still waking up. And um, I haven't watched it yet, but you sent me the link and um, I will promote on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cool. I, I hope hoping that you enjoyed as much as I did. I thought it was great. I had a great time doing it that day. I'm looking forward to see how it turned out. So, And if you're excited, Sean, I'm excited. I just want more front camera shots, not side camera shots. Oh. Yeah, that was a little... Yeah. It's a little unfortunate. I was <laughs> thinking maybe somebody was going to want to bring their kids and set them on my knee and I could see what kind of presents they want. Maybe that's, you're a marsupial and you never knew it. I mean, that's that's entirely possible. We were yeah. dungeon creatures for a while at the start of the video. So. My name is Brian Oak. His name is Sean Bernard. The name of the next voice you're going to hear after this next song is that of local musician Colin Bracewell, a return guest to the Brian Oak Show podcast. New music on the way. Show's coming up. A big summer out in front. Everyone's back out there now. It's busy now. I just bought three pairs of tickets the other night. Oh, that's what I should have played. That's all right. We'll do another podcast again. He's doing we? like little boxing moves, but the type of boxing moves, you know, that if you were ever in a real fight, it's yeah. probably not going to go very well. We do love Colin. What, what I always do is like the, the undercuff turn of the century <laughs> fisticuff <laughs> yeah, pugilism thing. Where you thing. dance back and forth a little bit. And too. you've got a tremendous oh, yeah, the, handlebar the curly mustache. mustache. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hear a song. We're to come back and talk to Colin Bracewell. This is The Godfather's Birth School Work Death on The Brian Oak Show.
Godfather's really boiling it down to the essence there. Birth, school, work, death on the Brian Oaks show. I got fired from my radio job last week, Sean, and I thought, you know. What did you do? What's the fucking point of anything? Why are we even doing this? Why? Why? Just staring up uh, you at your what? ceiling. Yeah, you know what just I did? I did up. nothing. I asked repeatedly. I'm like, what did I do wrong? We're just moving in a different direction. Well, what didn't I do that I should have done more of? Give me give me some tangible thing to walk out of here with. I'm not going to fight being fired. If you're fired, you're fired. Yeah. But give me some vague understanding so it was clearly ageism. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That would probably get me in legal trouble if I... I if might I, get them in legal trouble. Well, I, no, there's no way to prove that sort of thing. They did replace me with someone 30 years younger than me. I just want to say congratulations because on, you don't have to pay play Maroon 5 anymore. Oh, so You don't have bitch. to play... Some, I mean, that station used to be a great station. Agreed. And again, I, if they if they called me today and said, "Oh shit, we fucked up. You want to come back tomorrow?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll be there." Just because I like doing radio, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I like, yeah. like having a regular paycheck. But I'm also I, this is the fourth time this has happened in 30 years. I'm not real broken up about it, but I have decided that there's no point to anything, and the <laughs> universe will eventually die a heat death. So, looking for a little uh, hope and a little inspiration, we turn we our brought, attention. You brought in like oh, one of the brightest no. exactly. spots in the universe. He's a 23 year old local singer songwriter, recent college graduate, and a ray of sunshine on an otherwise cloudy day, a.k.a. the Brian Oak Show. It's Colin Bracewell. How are you, Colin? I'm great. How are you, Brian? I'm good, man. It's good to see your smile. You yeah, have a you very too. infectious smile, and um, I'm glad that we can engender enough of it around here. Also, as I think I mentioned last time, Colin Bracewell is the kind of name that makes you sound like an Edwardian duke or a <laughs> a British spy. Colin Bracewell. Maybe. It's a good name. Man. Yeah, are, you, no. are you English? I uh, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. So I was originally born in Canada. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're Canadian. Yep, I'm I forgot Canadian. about that. And where, was, we're from in Canada. Uh, mm, Windsor, Ontario, Canada. Okay. I, I so don't the think... armpit of Canada, if well, no you know one what? is familiar. I always hear people <laughs> say that. And I, Have you ever watched the television show Shorzy? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I love that gosh. show. Is I mean, it not that is, hysterical? That is Ontario. It's so course, funny. It's goofy like Fargo in, in the way that they do the stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. It might be the funniest thing I've watched oh, in the last five great. years. It's so good. So you come up from Ontario, and I know we talked about it last time, so let's do the condensed version, the Reader's Digest version. What got you down to the States? Uh, my just family. Yeah? Just family. You figured yep. you'd come along because you were Yeah, because I was like four. Yeah, you know? you're like, like, I'm yeah, going to go. Uh, I'll, I'll, sure, I'll join you. you I know, guess I'll, I'll join. Here. <laughs> I think I got the homestead under control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, we moved to Fresno, California. Right on. Which is another, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting armpit. area of California. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go to California... <laughs> Fresno, I don't know like if there's Baker's any listeners. Field, in, not yeah. great. Who cares? Yes, I mean, look, I grew up in Coon Rapids, man, and I just let people think what they think about a place <laughs> called Coon Rapids. That's yeah. fine. So did that, and then moved to Stillwater when, uh, like, 2013. So I, I went there all throughout high school. Was someone in your family a nuclear scientist? Is that why you were in Stillwater? <laughs> no. Working on secret projects over no. there at the prison nuclear plant? Oh, the prison. No. <laughs> no, no. Or the or the, the nuclear plant in Stillwater. There's a nuclear plant. I'm sorry. I, I know there's the. I didn't know that. There's the Anderson Windows. That's the big plant over there. I don't think it's new. There are silos again. over there. It's happening again. I'm moving into it. There is not a nuclear plant in Stillwater. Gosh, well, I'm, I think, hope I'm not. thinking Monticello. God there it is. It. I knew there was one in Monticello. I got it. Because I lived too close to it for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I started to get a little. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets real dark around you. Homer Simpson, where he throwing off too close a little glow. To it. <laughs> yeah, the glow. Yeah. All right, so you got there, and then you come to the Twin Cities to go to school, right? Yep. Yep. And you. Literally just graduated college. Yes, twenty three years old. What did you What did you get a degree in? Uh, so Be bachelor awesome. of science in business right at the Carlson School with marketing, and then nice. well, the Carlson School is not super easy to get into. You must have pretty good so. marks, man. No, yeah, I, you know, I, I hear people saying like, care. I mean, like, well, but I mean, like, who cares? How you got in? So you got yourself a degree from yes. Carlson School. Yep, I did that, and then I got a bachelor of music in vocal performance. Wow. So I did some opera uh, during my time wow. there, and I actually just finished a production of Elixir of Love with the Minnesota Opera, and we performed How that cool at the that? Ordway. Oh, my gosh. So it was my first Good time performing you. at the Ordway, and it was just mind-blowing. Um, I can't imagine a theater of that magnitude. I mean, that's almost Sydney Opera House-like right there. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty big and just, like, gorgeous It's in perfect. There. And like, yeah. I mean, so was there that added feeling? I mean, obviously, it's always exciting to perform in front of a large mm -hmm. group. And maybe opera is not your most comfortable art form, but you're comfortable enough that you're doing it. It had to be beyond thrilling to stand on that stage and do your bit. Yeah, yeah. It was, And then it was also just, I mean, I'd never done that before. You know, I mean, yeah. singing Italian for two and a half hours. How's your Italian? <laughs> Mostly it's memorized? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's memorized. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it was nice. I mean, it was it was fun because I was by far the youngest person there by like five years. Because, I mean, I was, I was doing chorus, yeah. you know? So there was probably 30 of us in the chorus. And it was just, I had no idea what to do. You know, I was just like, I was just like very like excited to soak in as much as I could, you know? So I came in memorized, knew my Italian, everything. And then nice. there's always people that are, you know, stragglers or people that are ahead of the game or had done the same production when Minnesota Opera did it 10 years ago. Right. You know, so <laughs> a lot, a, a lot to juggle, but it was um, really great. And it was so amazing to hear the like principal singers that like were flown in from like Chicago, New York, everyone. And it just blew the stars blew my of mind. the circuit. Wow. What, so, what part yeah. do you sing? Uh, baritone. Oh, you're baritone. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it was a, a great process, and uh, and yeah, it went rehearsals went from December, and then performances lasted from late January to the beginning of February. 
being a fan of choral instruction and having been in choirs my entire life, I love this this kind of story and this mm-hmm. kind of process and how it flows along. How did you become aware of an opportunity in the opera department or vice versa? How did they become aware of you and get you involved or some facsimile thereof? Yeah, so I started taking voice lessons in high school right? Um, with my teacher, John DeHaan, who is a professor at the University of Minnesota. Never hurts. Um, and he just was like, hey, this could be a really cool opportunity for you. Um because I was I was mostly just doing you know my other music stuff musical theater performing and you know cover bands all right, that stuff right. and he was like hey you could actually do this and you know potentially get some scholarship too and so I was like let's try it you know and then that's what got me to the University of Minnesota um, got in got the scholarship and opportunities and then I did a few opera productions during my time there and then um, just more opportunities came along and I was like hey I love this because I can. It's I guess it's like a little bit harder to do just any musical theater or play or whatever, just because the time um, that it takes to do it is just so vast. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you need at least three months of your whole entire life. And most of the time you don't even get paid, you know. (laughs) So this is a nice balance of like, okay, I have two months of opera and just like focus and I get paid and I get to perform at this one of the greatest venues I think in Minnesota you know many people country it's a brilliant place it's gorgeous and most people when they finish their degree take a nice little break yeah it was a perfect transition because I graduated (laughs) on the 15th of December and I think rehearsal started probably on like the 14th or 13th, so it was a nice little you like... no break whatsoever. No break, but that's kind of how I roll. Well, yeah. that, I mean, yeah. that's what you have to yeah. do out here. Like Everyone's on this. their grind, yeah. right? Yeah. You got to make your money. You got to do something that gives you a little joy in your heart. But let's be honest. Now that you've graduated college, you're in the deep end of the pool now, Bracewell. Okay? <laughs> let's be clear about that. Yep. Hey, before we come back and talk about the new music you've been working on and the upcoming show, let's hear some of your music. I don't like going too long without a song. Tell me about the song, Julia. So this is my latest release uh julia it's about julia and um it actually got played on the current it got played on cities 97 and it also got featured on a spotify fresh finds playlist recently go on and um yeah it's a it's one that i you know produced and arranged and recorded all by myself and uh let me ask you this it's a band camp friday today if people come and find you on band camp are you not on band camp i am technically I, this song isn't on it. <laughs> okay. I need to refresh. But you know? if they hear, New this, year, one if thing they at hear this and they love Colin Bracewell, they can get other pieces of your music on Bandcamp yes. today. Yes. All right. My Every time it's Bandcamp Friday, my feed on social media blows up. Oh, like, yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. Yes. Don't forget. So let's spread the good word. And let's go ahead and hear Julia by Colin Bracewell on The Brian Oak Show. How blessed I am with you Watch back my movie And it's always been true So be mine One more time For the night For the night Let's rewind Rewind, rewind And I'll try Try, try, try To not be Again. Ever since, ever since that night in June, I still think about what you said. Now what we've been through, what we had, we'll never be the same. Pick you up this time, sing she. 
Broke my heart three months, felt needed Didn't expect it, but I wanted to kiss you that night I picked you up, you left me third Barely felt like I even cared Made love, I found it, and I wanted to keep it blind And in spite of it all You told me your feelings But I wanted more It's crazy we've been through such intimacy But now you're walking past And I'm glancing at me so I hope this song Turns you on So I'll never have to feel alone Something get that job No, I'm still not a rock star You're still working those intern spots Oh baby, that breaks my heart Can I ask you now Did it all work out? Yeah, I'm doing fine Now that you're off my mind But it took a few times Hope this song turns you on So I'll never have to feel alone Something wrong
Colin Bracewell on the Brian Oak Show. Actually, not just his music, Julia, from his latest release of the same name, but also the, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Colin Bracewell, <laughs> sitting mere feet from me right now in the Smart Start MN Studios. You, to say the very least, are busy. You graduate college. You become a thriving member of a highly popular operatic chorus that is performing in one of the most beautiful venues in the Twin Cities. And now... You just get off tour, and now you are back at it again, grinding away every day in the studio. You're a busy man, and I know that you're young and resilient and bright and talented, but what the fuck, man? I mean, do you ever just get fucking tired? You wake up, and you're like, fuck this. I'm not, I'm not looking at my phone today, and I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's definitely hard to find that balance, but there is a balance, and I think, uh, you know, I think these next weeks, especially just finishing this EP and having this show be my biggest headline show ever you know i mean those are all really cool opportunities that i want to take advantage of where's the show at um it's at the fine line in downtown minneapolis i've been there i like that place quite a bit it's great yeah, yeah i've seen a lot of shows i've never performed there oh so. my god i've seen so many shows there yeah um so and when is that happening march 14th is that also the same day that people can get their hands on the new ep yeah and Look it's four brand there. new songs, man. Yeah? It's crazy. Yeah. Are these songs a long time labor of love? Did they all fall in your lap out of the sky like a, like Newton's apple? I mean, did you just like inspiration or is this a long time coming? A little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, I I came in contact with a few people that I've just always dreamed of working with. Uh-huh. And that was last fall. And I was like, hey, you know, I have these songs. And they're like, these, I like this one. Yeah. Um, right, like 15, 20 more. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I ah. can do that. So I did that in a month, and that was like a very... You wrote 15 songs Exhausting in one month. process, to say the least. That you sounds know? impossible. You yeah. wrote 15 songs that you liked enough so, to nope. put into consideration. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. All right. All right. All right. Nope. nope. So that was, that was exactly it. So I wrote 15 <laughs> songs, and then I, uh. I, I, I was like, hey, you know... I don't really feel too great about these songs. Um, would love because my process is really I have a idea and then I sit with it and then I kind of piece together a verse or a whatever and that's kind of how I create songs. You know, but like just right now that's how it's going. And so I was like, hey, you know, would love to keep the conversation going. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. And so the great thing about those fifteen songs is I probably had three or four either verses or choruses that I loved. So what I did was those choruses or whatever stayed in my head, you know, and so as I kept on writing more organically and just, you know, creatively, um, I pieced together more of a song. And so these all four of these songs were from that process. So they're still fairly new, at least performing wise, like there's there's two of them that we've never really performed. Um, so this will be kind of the so debut people will for see it. them for the first time yep. if they come out to the fine line on March 14th. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's so pretty cool. It's yeah, it's all good. And it's nice because I really only have like four, five songs out right now. So I'm literally going to be doubling my catalog with these next four songs. Fantastic um, news. I yeah. Mean, but you're excited about it. Aren't you? I am. And I'm, and it's been just the, the process of, you know, being in high school and listening to these bands, seeing them in the entry or wherever, and now being able to work with them. Um, you can name names if you yeah, want. Do you want me if, to, if you don't want to name names, you no, don't I have can, to. I can name but some I, think, I think you're working with some pretty cool people, man. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. working with uh, Steven Paulson from Remo Drive. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also working with Carrie and Chris from Bad Bad Hats. And cool. both of them, I mean, I saw Remo for the first time at The Hole 
um, which is the venue underneath Kaufman at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, and that was like in twenty twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, and that was like one of the first like tastes of like okay, this is like the Minnesota music scene, and this is like this is it, you know? Yeah. Um, first oh, time I, I think moshing. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, just like obsessed with that. Just being what I think I was a sophomore in high school, mm-hmm. and then I saw Bad Bad Hats for the first time. I think they played. Um, what was that? What was that? Oh, garden. Something something garden. Rock the garden. Rock the garden. Yeah. That was the first I volunteered for Rock the Garden. And how you you know, how you got in was you volunteered and then you got a free free pass. Correct. And, <laughs> well uh, done. Yeah. And then I saw Bad Bad Hats for the first time then. I think that might be twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. And yeah. uh, just so cool to finally be able to be like sit down with these people, work with them in their homes or studios and and like really take all the the knowledge and experience that they've created with their stuff. And it's just, I think that's probably the best way to work. When you work with people, you got to love the stuff that they put out. You know, there's no reason to work with someone just because of a name or anything. You know, it's really just down to what have they put out? Do you like it? And what do you like about it? And um, let them know that. And then, you know, that goes on. So it's been a lot of fun. It's almost like anything in the world. If it doesn't feel right in your stomach, it's probably not right. Yeah, right? you know. And, I mean, you know. Trust your gut, yeah. I, I, and I, it sounds so cliche to say that, but having been doing this, and by that I mean drawing breath for quite some time, <laughs> um, I really believe in it. I genuinely believe in it. You've got to like what you're going to do. What is the name of the new EP? It's called Cozy. And why? Uh, because the title track is is, is cozy. It's called cozy, and uh, that's probably the one that I'm most amped for. I mean, all the songs I'm really excited about, just because yeah. they are all like there's no <laughs> there's no sleepers. You know, like each one has like a ton of energy in it, and each one works really well. So I'm working with two songs with Remo, and then two songs with Bad Bad Hats, and each one's perfect for those their their tools, I guess. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're, yeah, they all are a, a bunch of energy and uh, I'm just really excited to play them and have everyone Absolutely. hear them, you know, because this is the first time I've put out a proper body of work too. Um, and yeah, man, my whole life recently has been just like so much up to like just fate and leaving everything up to like, I mean, that's kind of how you have to live being in this music world. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, you know, I have gigs coming up and, you know, if I can route a tour this summer if it happens, great. You know, like somehow I was able to route six or seven days this past spring. Great. All together in a row, you know, and that just happened with just wow. by like being persistent and just being like, like I'd never played in Detroit before, you know, and yeah. I, I actually got to play in a room with a roof over my head <laughs> and you know it, it wasn't too dirty you know yeah, it wasn't yeah. like terminal bar the, the hexagon <laughs> whoa, rest whoa, in peace easy, easy. Well, hexagon isn't in business anymore right? no i know rest in peace i right? just i spent so many nights i used to work kitty corner from the terminal okay. a place called the clean water action alliance it's where masu the eatery is now but um yeah. We would go over there on Friday nights and cash our paychecks. Flem was the owner at the time. And uh, <laughs> shockingly, it's, it's actually a 100% true story. Yeah. Uh, he, I think, was short for Fleming or whatever. But anyway, he was the owner. And he would nice. cash all our checks because he knew we'd spent half of them there on beer. Hell yeah. Good old oh Flem. Let's get another song from Colin Bracewell. Tell me about this song, Colin. Uh, this one's called Making Me Crazy. And it was the first time that one of my songs got put in like heavy rotation on The Current. And um, yeah, it was it was a great moment in my life. I 
back again So tell me where'd I go wrong We're just friends Three months back I said I'm lost And afraid that I'd lose out on you Then you said take my hand So I did I think your dress is kind of making me crazy But I don't know why I'm stupid and lonely, so please don't say sorry. I did this and I want you to know that I hate this about me. Thought this love was for me, but it isn't, and I want you to know that when you go, left me so Your stories instead. I think your dress is kind of making me crazy, but I don't know why. I'm stupid and lonely, so please don't say sorry. I did this and I want you to know that I We will get back to talking to Colin Bracewell momentarily on The Brian Oak Show, but The Brian Oak Show wouldn't exist quite literally without my friend and colleague and, you know, whatever else it is we do together, Sean Bernard. That seems um, very, that's a little creepy. Uh, what I like to do is leave a little mystery. Who knows? You guys don't know. Anyway, we're longtime <laughs> friends, and this was his idea. This was his stupid, stupid that idea. Was, yeah. And here we are, 376 episodes later, in addition to being sort of an impresario, like a Ric Flair, uh, you know, of podcasting, he's also a real estate agent for Remax Results. I am. If you know somebody that's looking to buy or sell, have them get in touch with me. Uh, even if it's like three months from now, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's do the planning now. Sometimes if you're selling a especially 
you might need to do a little bit of decluttering and I'll probably make <laughs> some suggestions about what you might want to do to get the house ready to go on the market. I've also seemed to be helping a lot of people that are either helping their parents downsize or go into assisted living, et cetera, et cetera, or to help their kids buy their first place. That's how old we are now, Brian. Who's we? Our friends' children I know. are buying their first home. I know. It's very odd. I, I also donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band, and that's of the choice of the buyer or seller. And if you don't know a musician or a band, I have a long list who've said they would gladly take a donation. Do you mean to tell me that if someone said, we want to sell our house, you would take a portion of that, and if they said, we love Colin Bracewell, give him this money, you'd give him that money? I absolutely would. I love that about you. Yeah. You've done that quite a few times, haven't you? I have, yeah. It's been a lot, actually. I mean, to various the, artists and musicians it's, it's, over it's, the years. Yeah, well, it's been, no, it's been almost four years, so it's literally been thousands and thousands of dollars, which I'm proud of. It's like it's just a way to give a little bit back to, Agreed? to an industry that has absolutely changed my life, and it's just, it, you and I are on the same page with this, but... It's a big part of my spirituality is just going to see a band and that biofeedback loop you get when you when you go there. I know as a performer, Colin, it's like that's what you're looking forward to about this fine line show to see the reactions and to feel the energy of the people that are listening to your music and digging it. So very cool. I mean, that's got to be accurate, right? I mean, like. Obviously, we as music fans go there because we want to hear the songs. We want to be entertained. We want to get caught up in the razzle-dazzle and the show. But it has to be great for you when it resonates, right? I mean, there are times that have probably been, that was a pretty good gig. And then there has to be other times where you feel like you were a sorcerer and there was something coming from somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? I mean, first time we played Main Room, which was back in November, that was incredible, not only because we had so many people there to support us but also people brought signs people someone brought an <laughs> i heart call-in shirt yeah um people brought <laughs> bracelets like like and people were screaming back um my music that i wrote in my like you know either rv when we went on tour or in my room you know in my college dorm or um yeah those those experiences and those things and and even now like leading up to the show like people are like hey do you have your set list figured out yet you know like do you have um i mean it's it's hard too because people are like hey i know that ep's coming out on the 14th but can you send it to me earlier right so i can listen and know the song and i'm like wow okay <laughs> so it's a really really sweet um spot to be at and and even at the not the beginning but I mean the first time we played outside of Minnesota we played in Eau Claire and we played to maybe 20 25 people but all those people I just put out um this song called Slopes and everyone in that room knew those words fabulous and, and that you know made me keep going for the next you know two three <laughs> here I am now <laughs> before we hear the song Slopes <clears throat> I do want to ask you um you know you are talking about despite how we ridiculously busy you've been with other <clears throat> personal entanglements recently coming to the fore. Uh, you've also talked about the desire to, that if you can make it happen, you wouldn't mind going on tour this. I mean, you obviously, now is the time to strike, right? Now is the time that it's happening for you. It's just, as Sean said earlier, you've got to take some fucking downtime at some point. Yeah. But I'm excited that you're still excited about this. You seem as or more excited about this, and I've met you a few times than you ever have been. You feel good right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm in a sweet spot. I mean, I, I recently 
got a uh, booking manager, you know, so that's been really helpful for summer stuff. I've Look been, at this guy. He's all grossed um, up. And wow. He's all grossed I know, up. I know. It's scary. Graduate with a big fat business degree. Gets himself the booking manager. <laughs> but it's just, it, it's nice. I mean, there's so many cool opportunities that are already set ready for this summer. I mean, there's some festivals that I've been dying to play at that I'm finally, you know, someone just, you know, let me know that. So that's confirmed, you know, just a couple days ago. Fabulous. I so mean, then where's ground zero for knowing more about Colin Bracewell? Is there a website? Is there social media? Where do you feel like potential Colin Bracewell? What do you call him? Bracers? Bracketeers? Bracketeers. Bracketeers isn't yeah, bad yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, where do the Bracketeers go to make sure <laughs> they know the latest? They've got the links to the music. They know the latest shows that have been booked. What's the best place to... You've said you've hired a booking manager. Do you have a web designer? I I technically do it all on my own. Boom! So I know. It's it's a, it's a hard life. Yeah. But that was an expensive semester at Carlson I School. I was going to say, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have a website, just callandbracewell.com. I'm the most active probably on Instagram. Okay. Just Colin Bracewell. Um, Facebook, technically I'm on there. Just I think just Colin Bracewell Music, maybe. Sure. Um, you would know better than me. Yeah. Spotify, where you at, wherever you listen to music, just, you know, Alexa, just play Colin Bracewell. That always goes a long way. I like that. Um, <laughs> don't know if that triggered anything. <laughs> yeah. See, I love that. When we in used the to room. have to say it on the air, <laughs> yes, I'd yeah. always make a point of turning it up really loud and saying, Alexa, play Station X, you know, or whatever. I feel and, so bad for people who name their kids Alexa, like oh. their kid Alexa or Siri. Like oh. that would be. Yeah, those kids I know a Siri. Siri. I know Siri. Two yes, yes, I do too. Uh, that's do. unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, no, and they're both in their late teens. I know two yeah. Siri's that are both in their. Oh. Siri, go to your room. <laughs> Siri's like what. I do not understand. <laughs> I am in my room. <laughs> I am uh, everywhere. Yeah. ColinBracewell.com. Uh, before we go and hear one more song. What? <laughs> just it. Triggered triggered it. it. What, did it just turn it on? Siri. My phone. <laughs> I want to thank the good people at Smart Start MN. I want to thank the good people at 08designbuild.com. I want to thank Sean Bernard. Thank it, you, Sean yeah, Bernard. Yeah, thank you, Colin. We're rooting for you. You're one of these guys that you just, you have this amazing energy and gratitude. Thank you, Sean. And I know you're going to hang on to that. I'm not going to tell you to hang on to it because I know that's who you are. But that's what gets you places, that hard work and that gratitude. And just love love it that you're doing so well. Congratulations. March 14th, the fine line is the Big Fat Show. And that's the same day the Big Fat new EP called Cozy comes out. All the necessary <laughs> destinations. More airboxing. I wish we had a camera. <laughs> info, follow Colin Bracewell on social or go to his website, colinbracewell.com. Uh, thank you very much and good luck with everything. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. I love I love talking to both of you. Yeah, I love hearing your voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's just something about it. These are great mics. These are great headphones. They're not bad. Now Feels that he's unemployed, great. he'll do uh, your voicemail for you. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. No. Well, like, if you need me to like, intro, so I'm going to do different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to do different. Well, yeah. I've, done, oh. I've got a couple of voicemails. Do that. I, I could easily fun. do that. Um, I'll get you my rate card. Uh, <laughs> also, the uh, what I want to do is, you know how Cameo works, where you send a video to someone oh, like, yeah. happy birthday, and you pay yep. 75 bucks and some suit celebrity sends happy birthday to your friends i want to offer to read children's books to adults at night i want it to be a little quick podcast where oh. i in the quietest most amsr voice i can muster read you 
Good night, Moon. So many of those fairy tales, though, are just frightening. Which is even better. Let's do this yes, we thing. we got to make this happen. Interesting. Tales of the Grimm. Something. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Right now, we're going to wish Colin Bracewell the best. Good luck with everything. As we go, tell me about this song, Slopes. Why do you love it, and why did people respond so strongly to it when you played it? Um, This was just... So I, I, I wrote it when I was... Um, living and and studying abroad in Vienna, Austria. Um, And that was kind of the first song that I put out that was like, okay, I feel really good about this. And how um, did you feel about the Austrians or the Viennese people? Oh, they are are great. Yeah. They, they are so interesting and interested in um, just Western, you know, politics, Western life. Um, It's actually really awesome because a lot of them that I've met, um, they've actually decided to study, over in the states now for wow. um like a year or so and and it's been nice to just see them and um catch up and so yeah Vienna is great they also have like great music scene i mean the the top yeah. opera house in the world um is there and it's wow. also super affordable cuz you if you just wait and stand outside there's like a uh, i forget what it's called but there's just like like a rush line, yeah, like a rush, yeah, rush line, yeah, That's and it was so like cool. like ten, really? fifteen dollars no for the way. for like one of the best seats in the house. No way, and, uh, to one of the most celebrated operas in the world. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you, yeah, you have no. I mean, I've seen pictures of it. Actually, his yeah. eyes just <sighs> went so big. Uh, yeah. Wow, that must have been amazing. I, need to go I was, back. I was just kind of messing around, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> and also, apparently, that's the level of charisma that Colin Bracewell brings to the table. He's lured the Viennese to America <laughs> to study school yeah. here. Wow, guy. Um, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were in Vienna and you wrote this song and you felt good about it. Yep, yep. Slopes. Uh, yeah. That, no, I yeah, don't want to end the go. story that way. There's got to be more to it. <laughs> that, that was it. Oh. Okay, see you, Colin. <laughs> no. Yeah. Keep on, keep on, flow a little. Get on, get on. You lost a pity, but deep down, deep down, you're ready to go. He's lost, so lost, so sentimental. How hard was that fall? It hurt a little. Tender, so tender, I'm turning away. Hitting the slopes in the morning. You're turning me up in the evening How can I sleep here without you? And I probably should have warned you Oh, 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 oh That I'm a mess Acting like I'm ready when you take me home Before you can get me to confess Painting all these pictures of you should have warned you If you could see her You are quitted Go on, take time And live it in Cause it's true Check it for you